Good morning. This is Jaffe Lee, Public Information Officer and Preparedness Planner for the Florida Department of Health, and this is Flagler Health Matters. Grace Community Food Pantry has been a guest on the show in the past, and as we end summer and slowly welcome the holiday season, the need to feed is always a hot topic. In Flagler County, working tirelessly behind the scenes is an army of volunteers helping to ensure that all residents of Flagler County are able to access nutritious food. Dottie Coletta is with me in the studio today, and she is a powerful force behind the job that's getting done when feeding Flagler is on the scene. Welcome, Dottie, and as always, thank you for being here today. Well, thank you for having me today. It's a great pleasure. Yes. So today we're going to talk about feeding Flagler because the season is changing and it's a big job. It takes a lot of planning and we want to make sure the information is out so that the guests and the residents of Flagler County know what it is that they need to know before they need to know it. Oh, great. You're absolutely right. The holidays will be behind, be in front of us before we know it. That's right. So to get started, um, I was looking at your website, which is always filled with a lot of information, Grace Community Food Pantry, and what do residents that are in need need to know? Well, do we want to talk about Team Flagler first? Yes. Because that'll be coming up. Yes. Uh, Thanksgiving. Yes. Is around the corner. Yes. Really. So this is our 15th annual uh, mm-hmm. Team Feed Flagler. 15 years. 15 years we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank God that he's given us the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Um, just give you a little background. Uh, last year we um, gave food to 1,205 families. And we shared a hot meal uh, with 915 uh, residents on Thanksgiving or the day before. So, and it's at four different locations. This year, we're looking to do either the same or a little bit more. Wow. Um, and uh, there's like... Um, Is this on Thanksgiving Day? Yes. It's on there, Thanksgiving there, Day. There are two churches that do Thanksgiving Day, and then there's two other organizations. One's a church that does it on a Wednesday. Wow. Um and the other one is on a Wednesday, too, I believe. But if you go on our website, which is gracecommunityfoodpantry.com, mm-hmm. and you go to the Team Feed Flagler button, you will see all the information, where to go to eat, the times are there. Um, and that this Team Feed Flagler, like I said, it's our 15th year, um, this consists of groups of churches and nonprofit working organizations as well. And it's just such a pleasure to be able to help those in the county in need. Um, of course, without volunteers and without donations, we would not be able to do this, not just for one year, but we're on our 15th. 15 years. 15 years. Growing every year. Yes, and we're getting more and more churches and organizations that want to hop on board, which means we get to help more people. Yes, and thinking about that, there is not a person that would need to go without a meal on Thanksgiving Day in Flagler County. Absolutely, not one. Uh, Like I said, all those sites, are two of them are open. There's two or three. You can look in our website and one on a Wednesday. So, and they'll get turkey and all the side dressings and they won't be alone they won't be alone 
Talking about this early in the season, I know we had mentioned uh, together just a few minutes ago, you're looking for volunteers for this event. No, this event, we're good. You're good. Okay. We're good with volunteers. But if you would like to, because uh, I know a lot of people come in in November um, to their uh, winter home here, and they'll call me up and say, I would really like to help feed. We do have two churches, the United Methodist of Benel and the United Methodist of Palm Coast, that told me the other day they will take some volunteers mm. to help. So please give me a shout out. My number's all over that website. Yes. <laughs> and my email. And I'd be glad to hook you up with where you need to go. Yeah. And there's literally teams that are working yes. on this together, right? It's a Absolutely. logistic um, big map across the yes. Flagler County area. Absolutely. Absolutely. In addition to that, though, that's not all you do. No. <laughs> What else is going on? Well, can I also say if oh, they, yeah. when they go to gracecommunityfoodpantry.com and they want to donate for Team Feed Flagler, they could do it a number of ways. Um, they could send a check uh, or they could do PayPal or they can do Zelle. And they just have to hit that button for PayPal. Zelle, they go right to their bank. Or they could contact me and it'll tell you how to make a check out where to send it to, and I also take care of all that. So donations right now will go to Feed Flagler. Yes, make sure you put on your check, Team Feed Flagler, same way with PayPal and Zelle. As soon as I see that, I know it's the Thanksgiving season, so yes. Yeah, because we're talking about quite a big operation, and and you said the increase is... Pretty tremendous. Big. Yeah. Tremendous. Yeah. What an important thing, too, to be able to say that nobody in Flagler County has to go without a meal on Thanksgiving Day. And yes. like you had said, togetherness and two churches joining the force this year. Yes. It's the United Methodist Church. Well, and it's the uh, Catholic Church in Flagler Beach, uh, Santa Maria del Mar, and the two Methodist churches, one in Benel and uh, one in Palm Coast. And then you also have, on a Wednesday, you have the Baptist Church at the Hammock. Yes. I just want to ask, because I have you in the seat, what has it been like for you the past 15 years serving in this capacity (laughs) to be there every Thanksgiving and seeing what happens? I just, I thank God that he's given my husband and I and Grace Community Food Pantry, which I'm a part of, the opportunity to be able to serve, uh, to see people come in. Uh, and they're happy, and you're giving them food. And like I said, being with other people. Some people in the holidays don't have anybody. So to go there and be able to have fellowship, just it just means everything to us. Yeah, makes Flagler County what yes. Flagler County is. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Best county in the country. I believe it, yeah. <laughs> Can't argue with that. You know, they do so much at Grace Community Food Pantry in addition to Feed Flagler. Every Saturday in multiple locations, there is food pickup. Is that correct? Or I know in four locations throughout Flagler County, there are food pickup locations. Yes. In uh, the Palm Coast area, we're on Saturdays and Sunday, we distribute food. We've been averaging about between 1,100 and 1,200 cars every weekend. That's just cars. That's not individuals, families that are in the car. Some people come with two and three families because of the gas problem. So you have that, and then you have the Mondex area, which is the second and fourth of the month on a Saturday. 
And then you have um, food drops in Bunnell at the Carver Gym. And then in the community center at Espanola is a food drop once a month. That's all on the website. And then you also have A1A uh, out there. They have the hammock out there. They have also where we give food. You do such a good job with that. And you're right. It's all on the website. Yes. You've got all that. Every bit of it. Yep. (laughs) Distribution hours are located on the website. All of those campuses that you just said are correct with different uh, distribution times. It's all listed. But, I mean, how tremendous. On a weekly basis, all of those locations with food distribution, uh, there is a registration process, but it's very easy. Yes. Just come in. You'll fill out a registration form. You'll get a card. And then the next time you come... We've bumped it up a little bit, so we now have the scanning gun so we could scan your card, and it's a lot easier process. So as long as you register, you will get food. We were talking a few minutes ago, and um, we had the pleasure of talking last year, too, and you have an additional option for volunteers or people who want to donate in the community now, too, if you want to talk a little bit about that. We love to have volunteers. Never turn a volunteer away. We all, you know, we do the distributions on Saturday and Sunday, but remember, you have to prepare for that distribution. So we need between, on, at the Palm Coast uh, area, we need between 18 and 22 volunteers on Saturday and the same thing on Sunday. Mm. But we also have volunteers on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, making the bags, sorting things out. So we can use volunteers. What I tell the volunteers, go on the website. You'll see my email there or my phone number. Call me. I'll tell you exactly what you need to do. It's just a little form that you need to fill out with some information. And then you tell me when you want to get started, and I will gladly do that. Yeah, that's that army I was talking about yes. behind the scenes because yes. it is hard work. Yes, I have um, volunteered. It's been a long time, but it was um, it was very valuable work, but it was hard work. Hard work. And I can right. see how it's very important to have teams rotating in and out yes. of having that work done. And as you had said, it's growing in population the need. Yes. We talked a little bit about that as well in terms of um, being a supplemental way to make the groceries last in a household. Yes, because the prices of food are high, gas is high, rents are high. So people are having to juggle and say, can I get gas or do I need food? So this helps to supplement them. And they do get meat, uh, produce, uh, vegetables, uh, bread desserts if we have them, whatever we have, and canned goods and stuff like that, when we have them, I could tell you some of that is becoming shortages. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and you had mentioned that there is a drop box available now for people that want to do a donation option for this cause. Yes. We usually don't have a team coming till about 8 o'clock in the morning. So what we decided, my husband had a wonderful idea, mm-hmm. and he said, some people are going to work at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. While the gate is open at 245 Education Away by about 630, um, and right outside the pantry is a drop box. Mm. If you want to donate food, please don't put checks in there for yeah. money. <laughs> please. <laughs> but food, just put it in there, and when the team comes in, they will take it. 
And if you want it to be weighed, put a little note so we can contact you and tell you about the weight, and we'll take care of that for you as well. Very smart idea. Very good. You know, I want to talk about this backpack program that you have as well, because it's not like you're not doing enough here, and this is wonderful. You had this great idea to help Flagler County um, school students, too. So we have the backpack program. Yes, and that's to fit families in transition. Mm-hmm. And today, as a matter of fact, was our first drop-off. Mm-hmm. And it consists of every school in the county, but we deliver to five elementary schools. It's kind of hard to get into the middle school and the high schools after school because they have so much activity and stuff going on. So it doesn't matter if their children go to high school or middle school. We'll make the bag go to the elementary school closest to them. Um, And it's usually a six to seven pound bag. And it's proteins, fruits, uh, canned goods, uh, snacks. As a matter of fact, today we had uh, boxes full of composition books Oh wow! that we had gotten. Fantastic. And the team took a box to each school so that they could give them out to the children. Last year we did over 1,200 backpacks. Wow really needed for the students, you know, because they're not always, well, you know, it's, it's hard with kids because it's, yes. it's such a, a sensitive subject. So they're not going to always be able to speak up in an environment where they're safely yes. able to say, I need something to eat. That's right. You know, the schools do a tremendous amount of work with the food that they offer as well. Absolutely. But they do. And at home though, it could be a different story. Well, they're not there. The schools are not open on the weekend. Yeah. So we make the bag on Monday, Wednesday, we deliver Friday, the parent or garden picks it up. So they have food for the weekend. We also started last year, continuing this year, Mm. a tote program for hygiene products. Yes, that's right. Each school lets us know what hygiene products they have. We bring that to the school, and then we are going to start putting little hygiene products, the smaller ones, into our backpacks. Fantastic. So... Because there was a lot of children that really didn't have shampoos, deodorant, body wash. And it was, last year we did over 500 totes. Wow. For children. Such wonderful work. We're really lucky here in Flagler County yes, that we we're have. Blessed. We are. Yeah. Organizations that are paying attention yes. and suiting up and showing up. Miss Dottie, thank you so much for 15 years. Thank you so much. And again, just putting the information out about Feed Flagler for this upcoming Thanksgiving event. 15 years. Accepting donations on the website now, please. There is an app for that. You can go on. All the money is going directly to Feed Flagler. Mm-hmm. Starting this conversation early in the season. Season to make sure everybody's needs are met. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Ms. Dottie. It's always so nice to see you. <laughs> Same here. Always Same so here. nice. Thank you so much. Thank you. My second guest in the studio with me today is Miss Jaretta Cooks, and she's here to talk about an event that's going to be taking place in Palm Coast. And Miss Jaretta, go ahead and tell us a little bit about the event. Absolutely. So the event is an annual event. This is our sixth annual event, um, and it derived from a passion of us wanting to encourage women to become the best version of themselves. So we have an annual event. It's titled Pretty in Pink, meaning that we want the ladies to come in their pink looking good but leave empowered. And it is our sixth annual event. 
So when you say empowered, uh, what is the specific messaging behind that when they're coming to you? Is it um, going to be for their overall health and their vision for themselves for the future? What are we talking about? Overall the total woman. We want them to leave empowered emotionally, mentally, physically, um, even financially. We have workshops for that as well and um, spiritual. So we want them to leave out um, empowered in every aspect of their life. And we definitely um, promote the fact that early detection in everything saves life. So if you can, you feel a certain way before you kind of go through the entire process to say, hey, I need help, come and let's establish directions of how you can be helped and what our community um, can help I love that messaging. I think that's wonderful. Early detection is key in so many ways for a woman's health early on and empowering women to talk to other women about that is so important because there's a lot of power they can gather there from experiences, sharing information, and what a wonderful way to gather women together to have those discussions. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, let's talk about the details. Where and when is this happening? Absolutely. Um, we'll have our annual six. I love saying that because yes, we've come so far. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So we'll have it at the Wadsworth um, School on October the 22nd at 430. Um, it's a two part. So prior to that Sunday, that Saturday, we'll have a workshop where we actually come in and do physical exercises and we have like a therapist on site that's going to share some mental health strategies and be available to answer some general questions and things like that. So it's two parts. On Saturday, the 21st of October, um, we're going to have the workshop and it starts at noon. And then on the next day, which is the 22nd, we'll be at Wadsworth School and that service is at 4.30. And also, I would like to add that we have vendors on site too. Yeah, let's talk about that. Absolutely. So we have several vendors um, still waiting for confirmation for some. But what we like to do is call people in that can um, provide information, pamphlets, um, things like our very first one. We were excited because we have the Life Center to come on board and they provided information. And from that, we'll, we're, you know, we're pretty much still seeing testimonies. Um, mm-hmm. So with our vendors, it consists of, again, um, all services that, that can be provided emotionally, mentally, even financially um, to help the women. So. Very good. So um, there, there is a registration fee, which is not very big at mm-hmm. all. And I'm sure that that goes back to help in some way for this to be ongoing because there is cost involved in most things. Um, there is a way for there to be a connection. I see that you have a Facebook page, uh, social media. Is there a way that this can be seen online other than social media? Is there a phone number or anything? Um, absolutely. Um, I share my phone number, so I can I can do that. Okay, but great. we do have, um, like you said, we we're connected on Facebook. We have an Instagram, and as well, um, we're working on the the website. We have a website. We were experiencing technical difficulties, so I'm so sorry. I don't have that information. Oh, that's okay. But we do. Um, and actually, on Facebook, you can look back and see all the years of what we you know what has happened along with testimonies of cancer survivors that have came back and shared their testimonies all on Facebook. Oh great. That's a, yes, that's sir. a good way to be able to go back and see what's been done in the past years with this event. So wonderful. My next question is um how does this event help our community and where did the vision come from? Two parts. Okay. So we believe that the event helps our community because we believe that repetition mm-hmm is actually a key component to learning. So when we come out and, and constantly um, do this once a year, 
it gives opportunity for networking. Someone tells someone and um, the crowd gets bigger. And um, we, you know, we get more testimonies of how, you know, someone said, hey, I went to get my pap smear. Hey, I went and got my exam and things like that. So it's pretty much like a networking. And again, the repetition um, behavior kind of gets the community involved and gives them time to get involved. Um, and the vision derived from me being surrounded by um, people that have dealt with cancer mm. um, and mainly the fact that they outlived it. So it encouraged me to, again, promote that awareness like, hey, you know, you may feel defeated. You may feel like it's over, but let's fight together. Is this like a is it a a full cancer survivor group or is it anybody that's been touched by an ailment of any kind? Or is it to discuss different types of um, procedures that they've had related to cancer? I'm I'm glad you asked that. Absolutely. So it derived from initially the fact that the passion come from my mom having cancer, my mother-in-law outlive and I have a brother-in-law from that. um, Since then um, we um, felt that the total woman needs to be um, empowered. Cancer was the the main thing at that particular time, like year one. Mm -hmm. Since then, again, it's emotionally, mentally, um, financially, it's a whole lot of reasons that women um, don't live their best quality of life. They're they're um, they're not becoming the best you know um, person they can be, the best best version of themselves. So yes, to answer your question, to clarify, we do target the total woman. And again, we have vendors on site that provide um, information and resources to help us meet that target. That's really you know interesting to think about it because we do just. Uh, box ourselves in mm-hmm. to one genre, but yes. really it takes looking at the whole idea of who we are, body, mind, and soul. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Great total work. Woman. That's yeah. just, it's really wonderful to see in, in it growing in the years that you've been having this event. Um, what do we do uh, with the proceeds that are generated from this event? Well, oftentimes we, we break even. Now, this is our very first year with the registration fee. Understood. And it's because we really want to do more. Like, for an example, in time passing, again, um, you can see everything on face, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to, you know, um, bless, be a blessing or give a donation to our cancer survivors. Um, actually, every year um, from day one, we'll be a blessing to the different places in our communities, such as domestic shelters, um, places like that for Christmas and different things. Um, but again, this year's the very first year we actually generated proceeds. So usually it's just out of pocket. It's something I look forward to um, doing out of pocket every year. So we'll see if we even, you know, raise anything. But our plans are to um, definitely make sure that our expenses are taken care of. We have speakers that comes in. We have um, the building that we rented. You know, we have food and refreshments. So we'll see. This is the very first year for the registration, but that's the intent and the purpose for the proceeds. I want to ask a question. Um, what is one example that comes to mind in the past six years that you saw um, the biggest um, difference from with the reaction from the women in the group that they felt benefited their health? Is there a screening? Was there a topic? Was there a speaker? What was the best benefit? I would definitely have to say the speaker. Hmm. Um, we get, you know, in time past, we have had actual cancer survivors to come and speak. And that was truly motivational. Um, I would have to say, I mean, it's well-rounded. They get a little something out of everything, but I would definitely have to go with the fact that um, the last speaker that we had encouraged one of our very own members to go 
um, and kind of face everything. And now they're free from cancer. Or when I say free from cancer, right. they, were able, they were able to, you know, overcome it. Yeah, that's a great example. And, and hearing someone's um, story mm-hmm. and knowing that they uh, lived through it, survived, came out the other side, whatever that may look like. Exactly. Um, but can share from their own personal experience exactly. can really make a person change their mind on what they want to do in terms of their own health. So um, that's wonderful that people are coming in and willing to share their story because it's very personal. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. Well, the Florida Department of Health Flagler, we we want to be able to partner with you. We have a program um, that we feel is really beneficial that we want to help get out too, and we're going to try to partner in other ways as well. But we do have the free breast and cervical screening program that is available. It is for women 50 to 64 years of age. Um, there is a screening process and there is an eligibility process in terms of whether they have insurance. And if your household income is at or below the 200% of the federal poverty guidelines, but um, it is a very good program. I'd like to be able to give you more information on that to take back. And then um, we would see what we could do further to partner because this is a really worthy cause. And I'm glad that we're able to partner in this way and get the information out over the air for you. Thank you so much for your support. Yes. And before we close, if you wouldn't mind, give the dates out and then your contact information to the listeners if they're hearing and they're interested for further their information, maybe your phone number? Oh, absolutely. So the dates again is October the 21st um, and October the 22nd. The location will be 4500 Belterra. That is the Wadsworth Elementary School. Mm -hmm. Um, My phone number is 386-864-4815. Please feel free to give me a call. I'm looking forward to um, the community coming out. Thanks again for your help. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. So this is Jaffe Lee. This has been another edition of Flagler Health Matters. You can find past episodes of the show at flaglerbroadcasting.com slash podcast. And please give us a like on Facebook. Have a great weekend and thank you for listening. The Florida Department of Health Flagler wants you to know that your Flagler school student is eligible for a no-cost eye exam and no-cost glasses if eligible in partnership with Florida Hiken Children's Vision Program, LLC. This annual no-cost eye exam is offered to every Flagler County school student who qualifies to participate. Parents and guardians of students pre-K through grade 12 can apply now by visiting www.floridahiken.org. That is spelled H-E-I-K-E-N. Registration is required. The statewide Florida Hiken Children's Vision Program mission is to ensure that all school-aged children who do not pass their vision screening have access to a comprehensive eye examination, including dilation and glasses if required, to give them the best chance at academic success. These no-cost services are offered statewide. And the Florida Department of Health Flagler, in partnership with Flagler Schools, is proud to bring this program to you. Apply now by visiting www.floridahiken.org or call 386-313-7069 for more information. Dear Miami Lighthouse Hiken Children's Vision Program, I am so glad you gave me these glasses. I can see better now. Now I can copy from the board without making any mistakes. I can see very clearly with the glasses. Thank you. 
Are you looking for a new career that will offer growth, learning, and the ability to help your local community? Look no further than the Florida Department of Health Flagler in Benel. We are hiring. Working for the state of Florida is more than a paycheck. We offer a total compensation package for employees that features a highly competitive set of benefits for qualifying jobs, including annual leave and sick leave, nine paid holidays, state group insurance coverage options, including health, life, dental, and vision, retirement plan options, including employer contributions, tuition waivers, flexible spending accounts, and more. Are you looking for a job in the dental field? We're hiring. Are you looking for a job in the business sector? We're hiring. Our positions start above the current minimum wage. Go to jobs.myflorida.com and search for jobs today using Benel or 32110. Again, that's jobs.myflorida.com and find your Florida Department of Health Flagler job today.